another beautiful day in Los Angeles. God, you know, I Banjo falls. I don't know if this happens to most. She falls in a full depression the second she hears a raindrop. Yeah. It's like I feel like I need to get her a shrink. Yeah, Moe's terrified of water. Terrified. <sighs> So it's a whole three-act play to get her outside into the yard to do her business. It's And you have to do a dance. It's like we have to do a whole routine to get her out. I think she just looks at it like, great, now I can't, now I just have anxiety all day. And that's what I'm looking forward to. And how am I going to go to the bathroom? And it's like I can see all the thoughts just going through her head. Yeah. Yeah. Mo's no different. We'll open the the door for her to go outside. We'll slide the patio, the backyard's doors open, and she'll stand 30 feet away. Yeah, she'll look at you like, well, I don't even understand why you think I want to do that. I also had like a, a tiny list of things I had to get done before the rain started, and I got none of them done. I wanted to get my suitcase out of the shed. Actually, to be honest, Kim's going to do that for me because I still can't lift things. <laughs> and now she's, and now I think I have to wait mm-hmm. and now I can't pack. It's like, it's like a, you know, I was going to go to the box store. Have I told you about this amazing box store? Wow. <laughs> it's, okay, forget it. I'll tell you, I'll tell you on the side because nobody needs to hear it. No, nope. no. Tell me all about it. You brought it up. No, nope. it's like Disneyland for boxes. What kind of boxes? Like any little, ex- thank you for asking. I actually took Lily there. During production last season, and she she got excited. It's that kind of thing where you're Boxes like... Boxes made of different materials? You have no idea, Kate. If I wanted to ship this little pen, I could find a box that's exactly the size of this tiny little pen. It's got every shape and size. I knew you'd be excited. I need this conversation. I have, I have all of my tools right now out in the desert, and they're eating up my hallway. And I realized it's that's because I don't have... Boxes. Okay, wait. These aren't storage bins. No, they're not storage bins. They're like so cardboard. They're cardboard? Oh, yeah, but like if you want to, if you want to mail like, if somebody still listens to CDs, they have CD or albums. That's why I asked. What kind of material? What kind of materials are these boxes? Just cardboard boxes. That's yeah, it. Yeah, but they don't have plastic boxes. Yeah, but then or they have like really pretty like gift. Like if I don't. You got to see it to believe it. What about wood boxes? No, you're you're in a whole different mindset here. I could use some of those. They have like bubble wrap in all different colors. If you wanted to be like fun with your bubble wrap, you they have flare, like- flare, flare with your packaging. <laughs> anyway, I wanted to go there because I I'm still shipping stuff to Texas. I've officially gone broke over shipping, and I what happened? Well, listen, you got to take take advantage of stamps.com. I know. I'm talking about what to put them in before I do stamps.com. I'm, I'm leaving town tomorrow as well. And I got to load up the car again, bring a bunch of stuff out. I need to go to the paint store today in this gorgeous weather because I'm going to paint the house next week. But that's fun. I think going to the paint store is fun. I know. It's just schlepping out in this weather is... Yeah, just anything in the way. I know. Never a good time. I can say it now because episode nine aired, the one I directed. I want to talk all about it. Are you ready? I didn't know if we were done with our the boring conversation. My boring conversation is I need to go to the paint store. You want to go to the box store. It kind of ends there. Is there anything else we need to catch up on? Yeah, that's true. What else are we going to really say about it? Yeah, sure. Well, yeah, we can talk. What do you want to talk about? Well, first of all, your episode is amazing. For me, it's the best episode of the season. I think it's great. You're sweet. 
No, it's just really well done. You killed it. Thank you. Do you feel happy? I think so. I haven't watched it yet, to be honest. Honestly, I haven't either, but I know that <laughs> from when <laughs> I watched it, it. <laughs> from when I watched it, when we got the original, when they got the cut, you know, because we get to see them. Right. Sometimes things shift from the cut we get to the, to what winds up airing months or weeks later. Well, it shifts multiple times. I mean, it's sh- like we both got to do our director's cuts. Nothing that I did is, I mean, it's the like trippy part a is totally different edit. Do, working, as you know, you work, you spend a whole week just embedded into this director's cut. You don't do anything else for five days. You work, you go through every little tiny moment and, you know, put it together the way you see it. And then you get sent the producer's cut of your director's cut. And it's a weird mental flip. Right. Because, well, in the end, you know, television show is a showrunner's medium. It's that we have no. Yeah, it is not a director's medium. It never has been. It's not an actor's director's. It's the showrunner's vision. So whatever you do, they're like, thank you for doing that. But Precisely. this is what I see. So out of what you filmed, which is, t- you know, fine. That's how all, you know, all television works. That's how it all is. But what my point of bringing that up is uh, since that was my first time directing it, it was a different gear to put my brain in. Yeah. Whereas if, uh, when I do it again, I'll be, I'll think, oh, right. I mean, this is I how mean, it is. My cut was like, I'm not going to call it a sitcom, but my God, it was like comedy around every corner. <laughs> they kept it in though, didn't they? Some of it. Yeah. Some of it. some of it. But there were some really special moments that are, no one will ever say that I'm bummed, but like, yeah, there do? was one moment in 10. I'm really sad. Got taken out. It was my favorite part of the entire episode it was with you and me it was you and I and it it would it was so beyond satisfying and we just made it up on the spot and it was great and it works it was I I thought it was hilarious well I mean not to say we're like comic geniuses but it just was like just a great moment we just what you want to see Shane and Alice doing yeah but thank you I'm glad you like nine I think I'm proud of it I loved everyone's work I thought everyone did a great job I was really happy Jennifer and Laurel liked my idea around their engagement. I didn't want to make it into a schmaltzy three-act play. It's like these two characters have been together for 20 some odd years. Weren't they married already? Like we don't need to do this whole bachelorette like down on one knee thing on a, with a beach setting. It's like let's keep it sweet and intimate and simple. And I'm so glad they liked it. So all of us were on the same page. And again, my favorite moment. That's nice. That helps. Yeah, and and my other favorite moment was Rose Rollins. Well, I mean, it was the moment. Well, not not to take away from the engagement, but just to see a character so fun that you haven't seen. Not taking away from Bet, not taking away from Bet and Tina at all. But we did know they were returning for the final two. Yes, we didn't know in what capacity, but we knew we'd be there. Whereas Rose, although it got spoiled a week earlier, which I'll never understand, but Rose was a surprise for anyone who didn't see that spoiler. And that was a fun, unexpected bit that was really needed. And I was so excited that I'm in charge of this reveal. And all I cared about was the reveal. And I remember reading the scene thinking, okay, she's saving a kitten from a tree. She's not going into a five alarm house fire. So she's not going to be suited up with a mask on. It's that's insane. How can we reveal this? And make but it you fun. needed the hot fire fire fantasy because we all and need we it. needed the hot yeah. fire fire fantasy. Yes. Yeah. So you have these things, but then also 
I, I, I'm not going to have her strip off a mask to save a kitten. It makes no sense. So to find that flair was perfect. Yeah. Well, originally you didn't have the reveal. It was in 10. I had the reveal. You had the- I had Alice's reaction. Where she comes off the ladder and you had my reaction and you didn't hear her say, hello, Alice. We just, you just saw my reaction. And then they were like- And the network was like, no, if you're going to, if you're going to do it, do it, put her in. And you know what? Thank God that was the case. It would have been- Yeah, it would have been a lot to ask people to wait a week for to be like, who is it? Plus they would have figured it out anyway, but- also, the way these spoilers come out, people would have said, why did you wait a week? Just put it in nine. Like, have the full moment. Don't do, don't give me half no, of I it. I know. That's, I was really happy it all got put in nine. It would have been just a kind of long, drawn out, why? Yeah. Why do we have to wait? Why? Who is What's it? the point? Yeah. And also, my whole thing was, Rose's voice is so distinct well, that the moment you hear her say anything, you know it's her. Of course. And so are we going to pretend that hi, Alice and Alice's reaction isn't to Tasha? Well, I don't think you would have heard. No, you would have heard it because you heard. Hi- oh, you're right. Because because I would have had to react. The line was still in there saying right. hi, Alice. And then it originally just ended on you. I mean, duh. And I thought, right? guys, everyone's going to know it's her the second yeah. you hear that beautiful baritone tone voice. Uh-huh. So I'm glad it worked out that way. Yeah, me too. And I'm glad I got to work with Jordan. I love Jordan so much. You got to work with the whole cast. I did, but I really got to work a lot with Jordan because this was the culmination essentially of troubling storyline with her <laughs> with her fucking weirdo professor completely. Yeah. But it was fun to work with her, to see her. And she's so good. She's just so good. She's a little superstar. She's a little superstar. And I love her curiosity about absolutely everything. And she's just, I adore her. I just adore her so much. And what I was going to say is that yeah. our props guy, mm-hmm. he, that little motorbike, mm-hmm. I remember I initially wanted you to like ride down the ramp up the stage. Well, I practiced up and down the ramp and I had it. And then Elise came running over and was like, yeah, no. No, I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. We need to find a solution. Why? She's got it. She's just, I really wanted you to do like a full. Yeah, and like no, go- I had it. Because you really only go about. 10 miles an hour. I mean, but it is. I think full speed, you can get up to 25. Okay. But I only had the back of the stage. But the point is you never would have gotten up that, that speed. You wouldn't have enough. It barely got up the ramp. It wasn't. And I think that was a problem because of it sort of slowed down as it was pulling my, you know, weight, my human weight up the little ramp. I could have toppled. And then I wanted you to stand on the seat. <laughs> oh, you had me. I was I had- like a real... Alice Knievel. I was going to make you into a real circus Soleil character. I don't yeah. know what. And Which I you know d- I'm always game for. I know. And then I before looked at- the neck surgery, obviously, but this well <laughs> before I had a bionic spine. That stunt. That stunt I initially wanted you to do may have may have pushed that neck surgery up the date a little bit. <laughs> but Elise came running in. I don't think that's a good. Well, no. What's yeah. funny is that she let us go through the whole thing and let us play out the different scenarios, yeah. and then finally she said, "Yes, Kate, about that." Yeah. No. But then I got to come from the side stage and I did a little circle, yes. which was satisfying. It was like a, almost a donut. But our incredible props department head had two of those motorbikes. Guess where those are now? <laughs> where are they? <laughs> one of them sitting in my house. Listen. And the other one's sitting at your house. One's sitting in my garage. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Hi, Kate. Well, you know Hi, I love Leash. wine. 
I just watched the movie Sideways. Oh. And I wanted to have a glass of wine after watching Paul Giamatti describe so beautifully different notes of wine. Fantastic movie. But I don't know as much as the experts in Sideways know about wine. I don't. I don't. And that's why. Well, that's why First Leaf is so great for all of us because they're going to help us through the process. This wine club personalizes wines for you. They'll ask you what you're into. Do you like almonds? Yes. Do you like chocolate? I love it. They're like, Leisha, say no more. Here's the wine for you. How great is that? So are you excited about trying First Leaf? I'm so excited to try First Leaf. Okay, great. Also, the more wines you choose on First Leaf, the more they get to know you and the more like distinct they get with what they're picking for you. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash pans to get your first box. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F dot com slash pants. Tryfirstleaf.com slash pants. Helix. I love every chance we get to talk about our mattresses. I had the most fabulous night of sleep last night. We did. We both did. You went to bed at 9. I went to bed at, I think, 9.30. Before I woke up get... at 5 a.m. because I had to watch yeah. these episodes but for the those recap. those hours, those hours in bed were... Luxury, right? I was in bliss. Because you were on your Helix mattress. All warm and cozy. I was. I actually have had a better night of sleep on this Helix mattress than I've had on any other mattress I've slept on in ages. You know why? Because you took the quiz. That's right. Helix offers a lineup of 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix uh, Elite Collection, which is a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how do you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. They have the right questions. And your personalized mattress is then shipped straight to your door free of charge. Doesn't going to a mattress store seem like so old school now? Completely. Very analog. And by supporting Helix, you're allowing them to support our show. Thanks, everyone. So go purchase your Helix and thank us for your best night's sleep. Next time you see us, you can thank us in person. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows to our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash pants and use code HELIXPARTNER20. That is their best offer yet and won't last long. Because with Helix, better sleep starts now. You guys know we love to do a little spring refresh, and a great place to start with is, surprise, your luggage. I mean, I don't know about you, Kate, but I have, like, in my shed, probably a lot more luggage than I need. Well, when I got this space bag, I was like, buy old luggage. I have the perfect bag now. Before I started using base, I would notice their bags, like the Weekender or the suitcase, and it would be like, okay, next time that'll be mine, because they just look sleek and they're easy to use. And now... That's me. I have one. I can confidently say these things make your life infinitely better. Yeah, and base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. You have 360-degree glided wheels, cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized. Well, our listeners can also have base with our 15% off First purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash pants. You go to basetravel.com slash pants. You get your 15% off for your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash pants. Well, I'll never forget seeing it in the back of my car. (laughs) 
Lily um, loaded it up for you, didn't she? She well, loaded mine up as well. He was so lovely. It was a team effort. He said, I have two of these. He's like, I want you to have one. And I said, oh my God, I really, really want one. I'm, yeah. I'd, I'd be so upset. And you, you know what else is sweet about you? Huh. You put my soapbox derby race car number yeah. on my bike, which I thought was really a fun fact. That's well, I mean, that's every car I ever made. I was number 77. And so it was really satisfying. That was the number, the double digit number you and I fought about when we were on Buzz Socks because that's my birth yeah. year. And I wanted that on the back of my jersey. I know it's your birth year, but I was like, and but you it's- said no, but it's my soap box number. And I said, I don't care. It's the year I was born. Yeah. And we got into a whole thing because seventy seven's my number. But you know what? You got it. Yeah. Well, I picked seventy seven as a you know nine year old when I started racing because my grandma, my nana, told me you know seven's lucky. I have a lot of sevens and one. I have like seven, eleven, seventy one. And she was like, sevens are lucky. So why don't you do two of them? So you'd be double lucky. So I went 77. It was all my Nana's idea. All right. Well, your Nana won the argument. Well, I'm glad your, na- your Nana's looking down, thinking right on. Alice's uh, I know. bike has 77 on it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was super sweet of you. And I'm glad we got to see your costume. I really wanted to showcase that I know. costume. Well, with, they made with that. A, with a little cape. Because what I said was, I really want the cape to billow in the wind. I want to see that little yeah. cape that that comes right below your shoulder to go yeah. in the wind. Yeah. Claire and Lily had it made. I had to keep going to get little tweaks on it. It was so much fun. We put the patches all over it, the stars. The patches were great. I didn't take that because I wanted it to be auctioned for something. I thought it'd be fun to auction that off. But now I'm like, where is that? It's in some sort of wardrobe tub. A Goodwill bucket somewhere uh, in a- in Southern California. I should have grabbed it because I yeah, thought you should have. Fine. You should have auctioned it, auctioned it off yourself. I know. I don't. I, for some reason, I was like, oh, I'll get this next season. But, you know, God knows. So it's probably, listen, if anyone's at a Goodwill, just always like peruse the jumpsuit section. You might see it hanging there. <laughs> well, I heard everything was given away clothing wise. I don't know what happens. I, you know, I I don't know how production works when we leave. You know, we drive off the lot and you're like, what do they do with it all? I'm glad I drove off with my little mini bike. I know. We each got a mini bike. I wonder if Elise listens to this. But I was thinking I could bring that out to the desert. What if Elise listens to pants? (laughs) Well, Elise, I have the motorbike in my living room. Do you want it back? (laughs) So. (laughs) What are you going to do with it? It's come to my attention. You took the props. (laughs) If we're going to be transparent, I have a pillow or two I as mean, well. I, don't get me started. I want to bring that bike out to the desert and tie rope to it and haul things. And I thought I could haul my flagstones across the property if I attach the... There's no way it'll pull it. Also, if you do this, please videotape the whole, not video, whatever you call it. Get, grab your iPhone. I think I can I need do to it. see it. Anyway, that's. I just wanted to finish my thought of what I could utilize this little motorbike for. That's it? You're going to use it as like a work... Oh, like utilitarian vehicle. What do you want me to do? Build a ramp and dive and and dive over my fence? I mean, I would think you'd have more fun with what, it. Like doing donuts on the. Sure, I could do that, but I want to see if I can make it a workhorse thing. I don't know. I thought it would be fun. Anyway, the things you, the things you didn't take. What did you? What did you not take that you thought? Fuck! I wish I oh, took. There's it. so many. You know, the sign behind the desk with the lips and the cigarette, and the then there was like an Alice sign behind the like reception desk. 
where you where you walk in, where you film me with the candy. There's like a cool little Alice. Just things that I'm like, they don't. Who's what is? Where is this going? You gonna throw it in a dumpster? I really wanted some of the artwork at Shane's house. The things that set that Val and her team made. I know. I wanted. To, I had some at the house. The vintage Papillon poster mm-hmm. that was framed, and it was in a great size that you can't always find. I had all these old feminist posters from the seventies that they blew up for me. Yeah. Women's March, like all of it. I don't have any of it. My problem was on my last day before I finished, I went through Shane. I ransacked Shane's bedroom just to see what was there and the lights were off. So like I think we had discussed in an earlier episode, I had a headlight on my head or I had my iPhone flashlight. I had something and I'm rummaging through things, but it was so dark. And I had a headlamp on and I didn't want to ask production to put the lights on because then it's like up oh, Kate's shopping so I didn't want to yeah, like Kate's stealing it's really I didn't want to highlight is. what I yeah. was doing so I was going through the dark and I realized nothing good is here because when when props and set deck are trying to make a space look lived in there's just a bunch of random shit sitting on countertops that you're not there you're not the, it's not the focus of the scene but it makes the environment look full and lived in and that's what was left in Shane's house so it was you know, playing cards sitting out and dice and, 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 and markers and crayons, like just random. Yeah. Just random stuff to make it look like a messy bedroom. Okay. But can we, (laughs) why does Shane have crayons in her bedroom? It's all over. It's, it's all over Alice's place too. I noticed. No, I don't have crowns. And also if I did. You want to bet? Yes, you do. That makes sense. Yes, you do. I've seen it. And when I was directing, I was paying attention because I thought, because I, I figured this out a couple of years ago and then I started paying more and more attention to it and directing because I was in a few in residential homes, these characters, I was really noticing it. And I said, oh, it's just like a bunch of stuff they use. It's like movie magic to make it look like the place is lived in by someone. I just want to see the scene where you and Tess are coloring with doodling crayons. with c- crayons. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was there. Think of the most random thing. And it was there. I mean, I look, look, I perused the Alice production office for years. Like I, I, I can, I, you know, there were like pens and Nerf balls and. Yeah, no, it was beyond. It's, it's more about like what's sitting on surfaces. So if you pay attention to what's sitting on a desk or what's sitting on a coffee table or on a bureau or whatever, it's always that stuff that fascinates I, Kate, me. Kate, I get it. I'm not confused about what you're saying. I'm confused why Shane has cramps. That's all I'm it's saying. It's just some of that the rest stuff that was filling up space. It was just <laughs> filling up space. Markers, notepads, random shit. Anyway, that was all... Did you get any of your 1980s office equipment in the back of your Dana's no, I car? Was, I, then I went, I ran, I went through Dana's and I thought, well, what could I snag at Dana's? There's really nothing here. So a checkbook. Exactly. So then I went to Shane's office and I thought this is just a museum of analog with a calculator and a corded phone and a fax machine. What am I going to do with this? It was a bit, it was uneventful. And then alcohol, which I'm assuming is probably just filled with colored water. And if it I isn't, don't know. or we, everyone drank it at the rap party or everyone drank it at the rap party. But the party. thing is, because they're like, we don't know if we're getting a season four. We were very confused. Like, because if it was obviously the last season, we'd go to production and say, please give me the, you know, Alice, can I please have the Alice, whatever. It would have been a, like a conversation, but because, mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing might just get pulled or, or mm-hmm. come back, whatever is going to happen. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what to do. So it was like. We kind of didn't get a chance to take like the really special stuff. 
Yeah, we didn't have a chance to. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, if, you know, if the show comes back, we'll have to return all set items because <laughs> they're going to need it. <laughs> they're going to need it to continue. True. Yeah. So now that Bet and Tina are engaged, everyone knows there's the, the big, the big wedding's coming up. Right. The big finale. Right. What if it was all a ruse and it really wasn't Bet and Tina's wedding and it turned out to be two other characters' wedding? Thank God that wasn't the choice, but... I don't think you'd have some happy, <laughs> very happy campers out there. No. Yeah, I think everything else is coming to... Well, no, you got reunited with Tasha and sort of, yeah, Bet and Tina's wedding. Shane and Tess are a dumpster fire of a couple at the moment. Sophie Finley are broken up. Yeah, I mean, I can't... I mean, I can't... I don't know if there are any spoilers, but... We could talk about the finale after the finale airs. We could talk about the finale after the finale. I feel like nine was a good lead up to 10, actually. Like it set, set, well, it it set in motion some things where, okay, well, this will be the culmination of whatever that was. So, And then it all takes place in one place. Yeah. Minus one side storyline. Right, right. But yeah, you basically had two locations. Well, a thousand locations in the one location. To make it look like in one location. Well, it was it was like a giant, like. Yeah, some was set on the stages, some was on location, but it's all meant to look like in one place outside of that said side storyline. Yes, but it was one location. It's just like a big campus of just acreage, you know, just rolling hills of. Well, they built some of it on the stages. Remember the last two days of work that was on the stage. They really, we really made that production office, like not only the, the parking lots, but just even with like greenery, how through the couple of seasons, like it made it look like characters were somewhere completely, completely different. And we were just like where, where we park in the morning. Oh yeah. I, I believe that professor's office was right next door to our office at the production office. (laughs) They painted it and restructured it, made it look like. Yeah. A junior professor's office. And yeah, that save was a it. buck where you can, I guess, right? Sure, sure. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I I recall looking for the perfect burger joint around the city and going on these long tech scouts trying to figure out, like, what's the best place that has the most visual appeal? And let me tell you, it's hard. It's really hard. Or just like an iconic burger stand in Los Angeles is what you wanted to. Something that gives that feel of, yeah, that doesn't feel like you're walking into a McDonald's. And let me tell you, it wasn't easy to find. And we were shooting on a Friday night and 
it's funny because people wanted their burgers. Like, no, they- it's like, no, no. It's, I remember this happening anytime I've shot exteriors, especially on a Friday night on a main street, which is where this burger place was. Cars drive by and they want to interrupt production because they see the lights and the camera and they're like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> like, you, know, you got to ADR that. So Jennifer and Laurel basically had to ADR the entire scene. There was no way around it. And then, and then you'll get like the brigade of motorcycles and they'll see the lights and they'll just rev their engines uh-huh. more than they, and it, and you're like, ah, well, just keep going, I guess, because you know what? They're going to do it again on the next take. ADR. <laughs> That's so good. Oh, it's funny. I just, as an actor, you're like, God damn it. But it, even as a director too, because you think, fuck, that was really great. What are the chances we can't, that sound is so loud yeah, that you just can't fake it. But it does make me laugh how people just kind of fuck with <laughs> production. want to ruin everyone's lives. Remember when we were shooting the Tasha fire fire truck scene with the tree and the cat? There were some some L word fans mm-hmm. on the end of the street. Remember? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they were watching the whole thing get shot. And I we we were like, Rose, turn like you have turn to turn around. Don't turn show them your face. They're gonna see you. Exactly. I always wondered if they saw her. Well, if they did, they certainly know how to keep a secret because yeah. that didn't get revealed by them. Yeah. Or if they watched it, were they like, oh, my God, that's what was happening when I was there that night. Right, right, right. I really wanted my shot of the kitten and the cat's POV of you in the tree. And I, I never did, got too. It. I, I really was really excited that. about your I idea. To, I know. I had to cut it because of time. But that's what happens. I'm looking forward to painting my house. I'm looking forward to heading out of town again. How do you have to get the sticks, like the extent or the extension paint sticks where you have to like I was sounds been, like shoulder pain to me I've been mulling over if I want to rent a sprayer we've tried this together and it's a disaster yeah do you not remember oh, it it spits like everywhere it spits. but where you want it to go exactly and I I'm I, and don't I hate to it. I hate to say this but I'm a really good painter I'm really good at it why I don't do you like hate, I don't understand because I don't like to admit it because then it's, it gives me, it makes me realize to myself, Kate, you should just do it. Don't hire, don't get a spray gun and don't get someone else to do it. I'm really good at painting. And so I think I'm going to stick to the old fashioned way of just getting the long extension cord and going up and down the stucco. Cord. No, you mean rod, pull. The, that's the what cord, I just said. The, that's what I said. The thing. Yeah. And it's not a cord. It's a pulling the, a, pulling the, yeah the the corky from bound shot of you know rolling the thing with the extension cord the roller or the extension rod whatever mm-hmm. whatever you know what i mean the thing the long thing the broomstick <laughs> handle that you screw on the end of the th- of the thing and you you know kill your shoulders by having to go over it a thousand times that i said all this like a minute ago well i didn't hear you it's okay you were just, you know, slow yeah sorry i'm slow uh, it sounds it's like 10am no me too I do not see my eyes. I got a pair of sneakers the other day and I thought of you. The and ones you, bro- you, you like wore it. over yesterday? No, no, no. I'm going to show them. Because those are like anime. Oh, I love those. I love those. You like these? <gasps> I knew it. I was like, when I got them in the Kate? mail, I thought, oh, Leisha's going to dig these. I do dig those. And I like your little right. blue. I'm slightly jealous. All right. I, okay. Not that I need them, but I just, I really like them. There, a, a, a designer named Wales Bonner did a collaboration with the Ditas and they're fabulous. And I found a pair and I grabbed them. 
So you're still sneakerheading. You're still like, do you think it's going to come to a stop This is what soon? I've learned about myself. I've always been a sneakerhead. I just didn't embrace that Have part of for myself it. for years. And then suddenly I hit whatever I hit. And I thought, but I want to, because there's so many good ones out there. And I'm not going to overindulge. And I'm not that person that's going to drop $3,000 on a, on a limited edition. No, but I am going to embrace that side of myself if it's reasonable. And that's what I'm doing. And you know what? I feel great. If it brings you joy, Kate, do it. Good. I like that. I like sneakers. I really do. I'm not, I've never liked the way Carrie Bradshaw felt about heels. I feel about sneakers. So in a sense, I understand. I could be the woman that dies in her shoe because of all the sneakers I have. But, but yeah, I thought of you when I got these. The woman that dies in her shoe. Yeah, there's a line from Sex in the City where Carrie's trying to f- collect, find money to buy her, to buy out Aiden uh-huh. after they've broken up because he bought the apartment for Carrie and they were going to expand it and they break up and Carrie's like, oh my God, I have to like buy this place off of Aiden. How am I going to find the money? And they're like, well, look at all your shoe collection. Cause she's like filled with Manalos, right? So 500 mm-hmm. bucks a pop. So she does the math and she's like, wow, I actually have the down payment. But it's all in shoes. I'm going to be the old lady that lives in her shoe. Got it. Because <laughs> like she has no money. Lives in her shoe. That's why lives in her she shoe. Dies in her or shoe. she says no. She says I'm going to be the old lady who dies in her shoe. It's one. Of the, it's one of two of the lines. But point is, I can relate to Carrie in that right. regard. Without the monologue. I mean, part do you have it. the pair you want to be buried in, like put in your will? I don't know. It changes on the daily. Okay. Well, maybe tell some friends so we can dress you properly. Well, I think I like these and then I get, then I get tired of them and then I put the other ones on and then I get sick of them and then I wear the other pair to death. And I get, I like sneakers. They're, they're fun, but I start to feel like sort of low self-esteem after a while. You always Like put on a real shoe, I say to myself, which is so weird, but like almost like, like for me, boots, I would say boots are more my speed. But then you started to embrace a certain style of sneaker. And I feel like that changed your outlook. I did. I found that one Nike and I was, and I bought like six different colors. Right. The one that Anna introduced you to. I know. It's a great sneaker. It's great. They have some new colorways out. You should check out. But I probably won't buy sneakers for like another five years. Yeah. You wear yours now. But Donald got you into Nike Air Maxes. Yes. And, and they turn out to not be my thing about one pair. And yeah, I don't like, I, I've never been a fan of Air Maxes. Yeah. I can respect, but they don't look right on my foot. I feel like they look kind of like fat around the ankle. I don't like how it looks fat around the ankle and then they get a little narrow at the toe. There's something about the shape that's always bugged me on my foot. Okay. But I was wondering why didn't you wear the Air Maxes now? I know because you didn't like the way they looked. But you were all game for it about a year ago. Yeah. And also remember when they showed up, there was, a, I couldn't tell in the picture online, but they had like a green fuzzy, yeah, like there's, 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 fuzz, no, it's like fuzzy, like almost like fake fur. Yeah. It was like a feltish thing. They do, they do a lot of collabs. Nike does so many collabs with different people. And that was probably a limited edition that you got. I like, I like them. No, they're fine. I mean, there's, I still have them. I wasn't. But you never wear them. They look good on your foot. You like that stylish shoe. Do you want me to bring them to Texas and I'll send you pictures of me and my shoes? I don't want you to pack anything that's unnecessary because that's annoying. No, I'm starting. I'm going to start leaving more stuff there so I could leave those. They could be sort of my. Yeah, you should. I already started doing that at our house and I've only been there for five days. Yeah. It felt great. It's like, let me purge. Great. The only thing that happens is you forget 
what's there. Kim's always like, take a picture. And then I forget to take the picture. Oh, there's such a, yeah. And all, but it's also such a beauty to just pack your socks and your underwear and your toiletries and hit the road because everything else is waiting for you. I don't even have to do the toiletries, Kate, because of really? my pharmacy. Yeah. You have all that stuff there? So I you can, can just, I could probably just get on the plane. Well, you need like, your podcast equipment. I do. <laughs> I do. Stop. And let me tell you, this microphone's very easy. It's very portable, this situation, but the one heavy thing is it's this the weight. The, no, the, the base. Yeah, the mic. The base of the mic is like a lead weight. Yeah. Well, I've done it a million times. I feel like you've never traveled for pants yet. I've traveled I with too. pants I did. multiple I was, times. I was working last winter and I brought all my, my pants That's gear. That's right. That's right. When you were shooting that movie. And I was also out of town last week. And I will be again next week. And I brought all my pants gear and I was okay, really proud good. of how I packed it. It was very streamlined. So when I... Do you have like a separate suit? Do you have a little sort of like road case? I've thought about that before. I don't like a, that. You know, it's like clunky. being in a band. You, know, you get your little Pelican road case and you have the, my, all the felt could be like cut, cut out. This, yeah, to, to, cute. That's a great idea. Like we do, you know, this is a business at this, but this is our, you know... Our, our second career. <laughs> <laughs> we should take it more seriously. I take it very seriously. Thank you very much. No, I'm saying like packing. I take it very seriously. So packing. how did you pack it? I, I wrap up my cords very beautifully because I learned how to do that. Yeah. You got to twist. You got it like, you got you to gotta roll it properly. Roll with your fingers. You got yep. exactly. Boy, and can I, I roll a cord. Boy, can I roll a cord. I'm really proud of it. The years of that yeah. cord rolling are large in my life. Yes. I'm very into organized cords. And then I have my little bag where I put my thing, where I put all of that, those things in oh, one. Oh, so you do. You kind of have I'm, a separate bag. I'm very, and then I put that little bag in my backpack. And then I, the mic, like you said, is the clunkiest, most cumbersome because it's this funny shape. Do you unscrew shape. the base? Mm, sometimes. Yeah, you can unscrew it and then lay it flat and then it's, that might help you. I like you. the Pelican case idea. I know. Well, there's a, there's a case, cute. there's a case place near where we live. Is I'll take you. Is it the box store? I wish. I mean, that would actually oh, would make a lot of sense also. Um, People that are into boxes and organizations. Why don't we get matching um, pants cases? Yeah. And then we can spray paint the exactly. pants on the side. Why don't we do it? I'm in. When you get back in town, because you're gone longer yeah. than I am. Let's. You're not going to believe how much fun it is. You kind of feel like a spy, like a... yeah. I'd like everything contained and in a place. Yeah, it makes me it. happy, You're especially with this. traveling. So if I had that and I get in the car and I drive out there, oh, I have my little box. Boom, yeah. It's in the car. It's safe. I want everything in one box. I want it all contained. I don't want two separate boxes. Well, this for the is like, you do Unless you. Okay. Like, Kate, I'm not, I don't care. Like you do whatever you want. It makes you happy, honey. She's like, I'm just trying to help. I say when you return, we make a date and we go yeah. to this Magical oh, it's so much case fun. Store. And then you can pick, you can pick your colors. How much are they? Well, it depends what size you get. Well, I can't what. imagine that being. I've had so many of these, you know, you get every amp, you get a case made and you put it on, we could put it on wheels if you want. <laughs> I want one where I also maybe could fit my computer in it as well. Cause there if I'm going to schlep the pants thing, it means I need a computer. There's no way I can do it without. Beautiful. I'm into Look it. this. Oh my God. I can't wait for this date. Yeah. February. <laughs> Time to rage. Okay, so I guess next time we'll be in separate places again. And then 
the finale would have aired. But we'll both be in the desert at different elevations. Mm-hmm. Right? That's where we're oh, going to yeah. be next time, next week. The finale will have aired. Yeah. And then we'll talk about the finale. And then after that, we'll just keep, keep on keeping on. Keep on keeping on. Oh, and and apparently Reese wrote us back. Yes. From from Autostraddle. And we are going to have Reese on as a guest. And we're going to ha- we're going to write back and say, yes, let's do it. We're going to have we're, hopefully if you know, she said she wanted to. That'll be fun. Maybe in like February or March. I don't want Reese to think it was lip service with us saying that. I really, we really meant it. No. We want Reese on. Did we sound like we had, we were doing lip? I don't think we sounded that no, way. No, but people can say, oh yeah, we should. It's like, it's very, you know, it's sort of like, oh, oh yeah, we I need see. to get together sometime. And it never happens. It's, uh-huh. I didn't, like we meant it when we said it. No, we meant it's it. It's all just, it's lip service. That's why it's lip service. So anyway, we don't want that. We want, we definitely want to, we, we are definitely going to have Reese on. We were just talking with Melissa. We're thinking... March. Let's have her on. Yeah, it'd be perfect. There'll be so much to talk about. Yes. It'll be great. And also, we'll, I think we'll, hopefully we'll know so much more as well. So we can really. Oh, we'll know everything. So we can really like dive in and. So fun. The diving in thought is so I'm fun. I'm so excited to speak to her as well. I don't yeah. know. You say you've met her. I don't think I've ever met her before. You might have. She'll know. She'll, she'll know. She will. Well, I, and I'm going to say this and we can talk to her about this, but I believe we were in the backyard. I think we were sitting by a swimming pool when I met her. I feel like I'm picturing a swimming what pool. What year was this? It was like season one, like the end of season one. Okay. Original. I, it was like that kind of year. Well, whether I've met her or not, she's one hell of a writer. Mm-hmm. I think she's wicked smart and yeah. really intuitive and perceptive. And she's got her Very finger on the pulse. So. That'll be really fun. Okay, well, Kate, wish me Leash. safe travels. Safe travels to you. Safe travels to you on the road. I'll be in an airplane or on one, in one. I on mean, one. it's yeah, not like we're bidding farewell. I'm sure I'll talk to you on Monday. Well, you came over, which actually was very cute, and I thought about it a lot yesterday. You came over to say what? goodbye to me. <laughs> I know. I, I loved it. You're like, well, you're going to be gone for like three weeks. And I was like, you're right. Like, I hadn't <laughs> even thought of it. Well, I thought you and Kim were leaving town for a little getaway until the weather r- ruined those plans. So I did. So when I found out you were still here, I was out and about running some errands. No, I loved. I love what you did. I thought it was, it was adorable. Cute. Yeah. Well, again, I'm sure I'll talk to you on Monday. So it's not like of we're going to be. All right. Now we're just killing people with our really a slow goodbye out here. Out at sea without any means of communication. Yeah. Oh, I want to milk it. I want to milk the goodbye. Actually, I fucking hate goodbyes. I'm really bad at them. Can't stand them. I always try to downplay a goodbye because. Okay, well, really, let's not do it. Really Just, melodramatic. Anyway, it already so, has. Okay. I'll talk to you later. Okay, great. Thank you for listening to Pants, a podcast brought to you by myself, Kate Menig, and Leisha Haley. Produced by Melissa D. Montz. Please listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can follow Pants on Instagram at The Pants Pod. Theme song by Carolina Para of the band CSS and graphics are by Love Fox. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.